gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Vision, dreams of passion And all the while I think of you A very strange reaction The more I see, the more I do Baby Tell all your friends they can go my way Pay your toll, sell your soul Pound for pound costs more than gold The longer you stay, the more you pay My white lines go a long way Either up your nose or through your fame With nothing to gain except killing your brain <laughs> <laughs> The lyrics of the song always get me uh, It's drugs, drugs are bad, okay? Drugs are bad, but man Songs about drugs are Top-notch Top-notch People are dancing to the song. Lines, People dancing to, haze. dancing to the song in the clubs. Oh. In like the 80s. Oh. Uh, and why we play the song? That must have been a time. <laughs> 70s and 80s. Um, yeah, that commercial for uh, Cocaine Bears got me quite intrigued. And it is all over the place. It really is. And I'm very excited at the marketing that they've done behind this, strictly because. It is Ray Liotta's last movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him in the trailer. Sad to say, but damn, he's. It's. I hope that this happens. Star, one of my favorite movies of all time. I have a lot of favorite movies of all time, but this is worthy of. Good, yeah, that is correct. Okay, good fellas, absolutely. Bro, my favorite movie of all time is people go like, "Wow, really?" Which never would have guessed that. Happy Gilmore. Nope. Caddyshack. No, you're way off. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Really? See, I told you that's exactly <laughs> what people say all the time. Like, okay. really? Okay. Wow. All right. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Are you excited? Big for history buff. Are you, are you are you excited for the new Indiana Jones movie? That's completely I going to so make amped. up for make up for the entire shit crap that was uh, the last one. Listen to me. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was awful. Listen to me. Was it the worst out of the four? Yeah, yes, sure. But <laughs> yes. it was the the storyline furthered. As far as storyline is concerned, I didn't mind it. Awful. Now, with that being said, I expect I shouldn't expect because I shouldn't go in with high expectations to this movie. Mm-hmm. But I really, really want at least a Shia LaBeouf cameo. <laughs> you think he's gonna- in this movie? <laughs> he's the worst part of that movie. Or just like you know how you know how the classic Indiana Jones scene goes, where it's like the the hat and the rope 
or the whip are right there. Mm -hmm. They're all right next to each other. And he goes to pick up one. And then maybe right next to that on the workbench, maybe like a switchblade comb or some shit. Just give not just give like a nod to it or something. Big Indiana Jones guy. Apparently you are. Jeez. I figured it out. I didn't notice. Learn something new every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell along with Mr. Jones. Mr. Doe, Dr. Jones himself. Mr. Joe Black. How are you, sir? One of also the greatest supporting actors of all times. Okie dokie, Dr. Jones. Who, who literally is. Because he won a, he won a uh, the Golden Globe. For that? No, for it. <laughs> he oh, just, I was going to say. For uh, what was the movie? The movie that just, uh, it's out now. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once or something like that. Crazy Rich Asians? No. Everything Everywhere All at Once is the movie. Oh. Oh, that's the name of the movie? That is correct. You wow. Went, you went I thought for, you were just putting into like three separate things. Nope. You won for best. Like you were uh, going, it's one thing, this thing, and the other thing. <laughs> it's everything everywhere. It's all at once. It's, that's the name of the movie. I believe you won for best supporting actor. Um, huh. Yeah. Look at that. K, K, what's his name? Mr. Indiana Jones fan? Not, not a no clue. clue. Also, uh, Big Goonies guy. Uh, Ka Hugh Kwan. Oh, that is the same guy. The same guy. Riveting stuff. Wow. Anyway. We have a pay-per-view, I mean, premium live event to talk about here as we finish all things White Lines. Um, that we'll talk about. In Whoa. <laughs> when nobody is doing cocaine on this. Song. Song. So, other than uh, the the Elimination Chamber, Elimination. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something you want to tell me? Something you want to tell me, drug boy? Uh, let's see here. Um, let's not paint that narrative. That's all good. The only thing. I really have outside the ring. Um, other than what we talked about prior to recording was uh, Nikita Lyons' uh, lingerie photos. Uh, shout out to her and her quick recovery. Uh, that AEW star is a tease jumping to WWE, and apparently there was talk of... What's the word I'm looking for? Encroachment? Enchantment? Something... Uh, uh, contract? Ooh, I know. I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's not entrapment, but we're I, you're on the right path. I know where you're going. Yeah, I, I, people get yelling. Collusion, that, nope. something like that. Everybody's going to yell at me when I put contract this out. tampering. Tampering. Go on. This is why I have you here. This is why I have you here. That's why they pay me the big bucks. The big. Well, you get paid. So I can so I can buy more redeem these nuts. <laughs> redeem uh, these nuts. T-shirts. Eddie Kingston. Um. Yeah. FTR apparently. Um talking some stuff online and uh <laughs> in uh in, in pro, pro wrestling central on twitter it the title of the uh the photo says dax posted this on his ig story recently is that a wwe contract in the bottom left <laughs> uh corner of the photo and it's a i'll, I'll show you the i don't know if you saw this photo but i will uh, i have not there so there's a photo He's drinking what I, I could only believe is either whiskey or tequila or something here on the right. What? What? Cascades, if you know what that is. And then on the left uh, here. No, but if I'm going by context clues, cane is a form of sugar, and I'm pretty sure also used in tequila. So there you go. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah, but look at that right here. There's a little piece of paper that's got a, the corner of a W on there. Wow. Yikes. You sure it's not a AE what and do then you, W? Uh, what do you... <laughs> With the red line underneath? 
What do you take that? Yeah, good point. What do you what do you think about that conspiracy guy? Contract tampering. Uh, I don't. We haven't we haven't seen them on TV in the last month. So here's the thing. As far as contract tampering is concerned, I've never heard of anyone actually send as far as wrestling as far as wrestling goes. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of anyone send an actual contract <laughs> while they're still contractually tied to another company. It's always like word of mouth as far as I'm as far as I know. Mm-hmm. But if we're going with if I'm being honest, I think that FTR's contract is up. Which is what I thought. I think that they dropped everything and they're they're piecing out. Which is what I thought. I thought that uh, they were already done with their contractual obligations for AEW. Um, according to... When did they sign? According to it the Googles. Still... According to the Googles, uh, their contract with AEW expires April of this year. Um... In, in an interview with Fightful, Har- Harwood, Harwood. Oh, that's contract tampering then. Confirmed the date of the AEW contract expiring and then also gave insight to the next move. Um, is, that, mm. is that the best move for FTR? Yes. <clears throat> How so? Why so? Because they have done legitimately everything there is to do as far as independent and... Uh, the uh international wrestling goes but shit on in wwe as the, the revival so what, go uh, i'm just playing devil's advocate because I, I agree with you i'm just playing devil's advocate. okay why why and would I'll, they go back I'll to wwe Ad- as now this newly formed group that has a little more respect to their name i'll play devil's advocate to your devil's advocate oh double devil double devil's advocate mm. um cody rhodes Okay. The way Cody Rhodes was treated on the way out, why would Cody Rhodes ever go back? <clears throat> AEW. Because he put himself in a top position where he has to be respected now. Mm. He's a top guy, pun intended. Which also shown that this in the span of a week. We've been off last week. In the span of a week, that, that boy can talk. And uh I um, with a lisp. With a lisp. But still. But he's <laughs> with the lisp, but he has he has mic game, and I I bow to his mic game because after the last three times I've seen him last Monday with Heyman, this uh, Friday with uh, Sami Zayn, and then this uh, excuse me, uh, it was uh, Monday with uh, Heyman. Sami Zayn had it with Heyman on on Friday, and then his interaction with uh, Sami Zayn on Monday, Monday Night Raw. Correct. Thank you. Got that all lined up. Uh, yeah, very impressive with everything that he's he's done on the mic, and he is. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm sitting here watching watching the, the tube, and I'm like, yeah, tell him, he could do it. I mean, he probably won't, but he could do it. Sure, motivated me. I worked out for like a good thirty minutes, and then I went back to my pizza. Anyway, uh, oh man, nothing good is nothing better than a slice of pizza after a good workout. <laughs> yeah, it's fat boy talk right there. Really, just bad. Uh, but <laughs> just no, I do agree that. with you. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I just wanted wanted to know the other side because I was watching the the network, and they had the revival on, and man, it was like their music would hit, and there was nothing, no pop, no nothing. This is before they had their their bottom of the barrel moment when they were doing the uh, uh, ass dragging on the uh, on the ramp. Ah, uh, uh, the, the icy hot and the, the icy underwear, hot yes. underwear. Yes, yes, that was it. So ever since then, I feel like they McMahon had no respect for them whatsoever, 
and they got out of Dodge just in time, and they they pulled a Cody. They literally pulled a Cody as far as just rebranding yourself and making yourself a bigger name elsewhere, aka Japan and other places around the world, and then coming to the states and you know doing the damn thing, and then now go back to WWE and be like, yeah, now look at us. I it, it Drew McIntyre did it, Cody Rhodes just did it. See if FTR can do it. So yeah. The difference between Cody Rhodes and FTR is that we know what FTR looks like under a triple triple H leadership. Mm-hmm. And it was good. FTR and NXT was wildly considered as, you know, tag team of the year in most circles. Right. When they were down there. Now that Triple H is under helm at uh, all of WWE. It, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> good on you. Yeah, good on you. I'm just, <laughs> it comes to me second. I blacked out. Didn't even know it. Uh, uh, blacked out. See what I did there? Ah, hey, say, hey, Joe Black. Joe Black, everybody. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we know what FTR looks like under Triple H and how they thrived. Mm-hmm. And it didn't seem like they were, they had reached a ceiling in AEW where they weren't going to be able to push through that. Hmm. They were the AEW tag champs. They were the fucking triple A. They were the ABC. They were the NJ, uh, IWGP ring of honor. Everybody. They had all of the tag team championship belts. There's legitimately nothing else for them to do. For except. Yeah. Breaking a historical record. Now that's just a conspiracy on my end, uh-huh. personally. Uh-huh. I could see that happening. You hmm. can also have banger matches with frickin' the New Day again. Hmm. Hell, put the Banger Bros in there. I mean, you know, the brawling brutes, whatever they want to call them. Just watch it. But you get my point. Just watch it. There is an opportunity for FTR to go back to WWE and for them to thrive there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I'm for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think with proper coverage of leadership, I think they'll they'll, they'll do well. Um, I mean, the hell, they did well in AEW. I'm not saying that Tony Khan is uh, a lesser of a of a leader, but I mean, it's WWE. I don't know. It kind of sounds like well, WWE. That's big, what you said. WWE is the big show. I think every wrestler wants to be able to prove themselves. If they can't prove, if they weren't able to prove prove themselves in WWE. Either you go somewhere else, or I don't know, go to NXT, try to <laughs> work it out down there, and then come back up. I don't know. It's 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 there's millions of stories like that. Um, no, it's it's very honestly, it's rare when you have somebody that will get called up or get put out there, and then they make a name for themselves just solely based on their own actions, their own involvement. Um, no, it takes time, man. It, it's if if you're you're being pushed a narrative that shouldn't work because McMahon is full of just insanely shitty ideas, as every wrestler is, is attested to, before they come up with something just on the spur of the moment. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, you, you don't know, you don't know. So then they had the, the creative freedom to go out there, to go other places, do the independent scene, come back, and then now this is what works. We it worked out there, so you you might as well bring it in here, and. Uh, yeah, hopefully you can see that with FTR. 
yeah, we forgot about one factor also in this. You know who's really good friends with FTR? The people who are facing the Judgment Day this Saturday at uh, the Elimination Chamber. That is true. That is true. The one uh, Mister and Mrs. One Mrs. and I'm sorry, one Mister and Mrs. Beth Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, that's right. That is very true. And uh, they will be. Yeah, that's right. They're facing a Judgment Day this Saturday. But uh, anything else AEW that I want to talk about here? Let's really quickly. Um, the only thing I want to. S- really talk about AEW since there's really not a lot going on this last two weeks. Um uh kudos to uh to uh MJF last week on on Dynamite on his match. Um I was I was get mar- I, I always fast get fascinated with the fact that when people say like, he never wrestles, but when he wrestles he's good. And so I think Tony Khan is putting him out there more now and he they should because he's the the champ. Um yeah, but MJF is not being no like this past week, week and a half since uh, Dynamite. MJF is not being heralded as a great wrestler at, after his match. He was all like he is an, an amazing wrestler, mm. but nobody's focused on MJF's wrestling because of MJF's promo after his wrestling. Yes. And reports have been going wild on the internet saying that the Nassau County Police Department Mm -hmm. in God's country have been receiving complaints and phone calls about how MJF just convinced, uh, uh, confessed to a crime (laughs) on national television. And which was if that ain't fucking pro wrestling at its finest, I don't know what is. That is, I, I know you you're way too young. And we've already proven this point um, uh, for WCW, but the uh, I wouldn't say too young. I did watch. Okay, well, do you remember the the incident outside in the uh, the back lot with NWO and Rey Mysterio? Nope. Okay, so <laughs> there was a. <laughs> There was a segment. Um, there was actually two segments, according to Eric Bischoff. One of them was in, in the back lot when they were doing WCW uh, from the back lot of Disney, Hollywood Studios, for a little bit there. They called the cops. The they, neighborhood uh, uh, residents in Orlando called the cops uh, on, on five, these big brood, brooding guys that were fighting you know, back of Disney lots. And then uh, the other one was when uh, Kevin Nash... And uh, Scott Hall came about in in the back there, back of the arena. And Rey Mysterio was the lot to do like a a, a, fl- a splash onto Kevin Nash. He just catches him, and then the infamous lawn dart into the trailer scene headfirst. And that then, I do remember. That's uh, and the cops get called, and there's a whole brouhaha. Fire trucks are there, and yeah, it was a whole thing. Um, it was also when uh, Macho Man grabbed onto the uh, the limo. Uh, the root for limo and was <laughs> was holding on for dear life as the limo drove off. Uh, the good times. So yeah, that's pro wrestling at its finest when it bleeds into the mainstream like that, and mm-hmm. people start getting worried. Mm-hmm. God, the man, call the cops. So yeah, and people say pro wrestling is fucking dumb. I mean, <laughs> what idiots? <laughs> idiots. MJF brought that back. So yeah, so the match with uh, Takeshita uh, was really good, and then that the problem was just absolutely insane. Thank you very much. I've been practicing. Bravo! I'm so proud of you. I've been practicing. Thank you, asshole. Uh, let's see here, Jamie Hader, very hot. Um, 
Ricky Starks, uh, I, I was bitching and moaning to somebody during trivia yesterday. I'm like, I, I said it on this on the podcast, and I'm saying it again. I want, uh, I want the the round robin of wrestlers in AEW to come back. I, when they when Dynamite first started, it was this week we had these guys. The following week we have a totally different set of people, and then the following week after that we have a third set of people. So it was like like a hockey three lines of hockey. <laughs> and so then we just do it all over again in two weeks. We have blah, blah, blah. But next week we have so-and-so. And on Di- Dynamite tonight, we have blah. Now it's just. Yeah, but you forget back then we were complaining about how the storylines didn't make sense. Because there were no there were no storylines. Exactly. Much like Pro now. Pro wrestling's about storylines. Right. Much like now. They, they haven't, that hasn't changed in AEW. It's a good point. Pop, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, long-running storylines, Tony Khan is allergic to them. There's no. I've Other than, again. Something with MJF and and the title picture, like with Brian Danielson or something like that. There's rarely a long term storyline. I think we have two that, that I can think of right now, and one of them is, involves the women with Soraya, and then the other is with MJF. I'm sure there's others. It's just as far as like long term that is building up to something. I don't know. All right, I, fair point. I, I, don't, I just feel like it's. I, I keep saying every week. It's. It's. I get WWE does the same thing. Like we we'll see Cody Rhodes every Monday night. We'll see you know, Seth freaking Rollins. We'll see all these people every every night. It. This this it all just sounds hypocritical. As I as I as it comes out of my mouth, it just sounds hypocritical. But I feel like it just has a different feel to it now with WWE, with Triple H, and it's just yeah, they're building up storylines because you have to see these people every single week. But I think that's the difference, and I just answered my own question, is that it's it, these are just matches going on. These are just matches, and it's it's nothing as far as story goes, and that's the difference, is that why WWE is better now than AEW is because there's long-term stories. The freaking Bloodline is, is an amazing storyline. Um, you know, you cool. want to talk about long-term storytelling? Always. Just a quick sidebar. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn went from, what do you want me to talk about? Oh, why don't we talk about AEW to the founder <laughs> of AEW in the middle of the ring going, well, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> God, that was great. Yeah. What a, what a callback. I mean, like that, what, a, what a subtle callback. Well, to- Cody does it all the fucking time now. See, that's his thing. When he gets into the ring, it's like Adam. It's who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby. It's mm-hmm. the same it's thing. The same he thing, goes, right. well, what do you want to talk about? Right. 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 And he starts crying a little bit because they always want to talk about his dad. Yeah, that that segment. <laughs> I, should, I think next week I'm just going to pull it up and see if we get I get the sound and find that thing because for for something that we still talk about that. How many years ago was that? Four or five years that we talk about a segment that happened once? <laughs> the electric chair. I want to say was this that was on this show that we talked about it. You yeah, we did so yeah. No, so it wasn't that long ago. So it was maybe th- three years ago. Yeah. Wow. It has to be one of the first shows. It has to be bef- right as AEW started and before the the pandemic. Let's see if I can. <laughs> WWE electric chair segment. That's all you have to fucking search. <laughs> I really want to know what comes up. May 27th, 2019. So we're approaching the fourth year. Four, the four years, year anniversary. Four year anniversary of the, <laughs> of the one electric chair seven and i think honestly if he becomes champion he should bring it back <laughs> i think he should bring that back yeah he should bring back the electric, <laughs> the electric chair with sammy Zayn. with sammy Zayn. Be, you have ko you have oh i already forgot what ko's thing was the ko show thank you it's the easiest one they have uh and that's why you're here uh-huh. that's, uh, that's what I 
if you also have the electric chair with Sami Zayn or Sami Zayn's electric boogaloo, that would be dope. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I, I'm just, I, I'm all for the idea of of that segment, even though it never came to be. And it should honestly, it, it, it be, that would be probably be the most popular segment that WWE would have. Just to bring that back because of, I mean, they could talk about it now. Cody is in WWE. Don't talk, don't say the letters, but you can yeah. make funny references to it, like Cody does. I think it. I think they're right now. They're missing a, a huge opportunity, and they should they should bring that whole thing back. We say it every year. Yeah, come back in twenty. He was like, I'm. I was a disruptor outside of uh, here. The WWE. <laughs> I, I was somewhere else. I know what you're talking about. I was. Mr. I Rhodes. was somewhere else. I was somewhere else. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my friends. I know who you're talking about. Wink, you wink. Sly Fox. Wink. Uh, <laughs> we have new tag champions. How about wow. the apples? Why? <laughs> you want to know why? I ask you why. I've had a lot. Of, I've had a lot of time to think about this since sure. uh, last week's dynamite. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. There are two points I want to point out as to why this title uh win makes sense okay and originally i was not happy originally i was in the everybody else's bandwagon of what the fuck is this mm -hmm. how could they take it away from the best tag team in aew right now right if you ask me and the things that i came up with were if you take a look back to the pandemic era of of AEW there was one MVP as far as that's concerned one constant one thing that everybody looked forward to and every on every show a lot of people were put it might not have been the main focus of every show but a lot of the dirt sheets a lot of us were reporting about how the guns were like a highlight of that because there were no audience. Hmm. So you had to have that wrestler aspect and everybody was pointing at the guns, be like, oh my God, look at these guys are hilarious. Hmm. Fast forward to them actually winning. Hmm. And <clears throat> the one re that, that them being the MVP of the COVID era of wrestling in AEW, was the reason as to why they would deserve it. But the way that they executed it, to me, the reason they did that was because of it had that Undertaker effect. It had that Brock Lesnar beating the Undertaker feel to it. Okay. If you look at the crowd, everybody's like, what the? F yeah. What the fuck just happened? Yep. Like, absolutely nobody was expecting that. No. So I am not as upset as I was and in the middle of last week about this title win and about how much they deserve it. And think about Colton Gunn and his let me just point this out really quick. Sure. Colton Gunn may have one of the worst tattoos I've ever seen in my life. Which one is that? It goes like across his right above his armpit mm. it like outlines his armpit 
and that's it. I don't know what it is. Maybe if he puts his arm up, does the YMCA and yeah, stuff like that. I've never noticed that. All right. Hey, Macarena, and it might actually move. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's a good song. But it's just dumb to me. That's just a personal thing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I the guns are your AEW tag team champions. And I, I honestly did not think that would come this soon. Colton's only two years into his uh, wrestling career. <laughs> That's hilarious to think about. His first match was against Sting. That is crazy. That's nuts. That is insane. Um, I uh, I still don't get it. I, I'm still, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence. I hear what you're, I hear what you're saying. Um, I do like the aspect of giving the belts. I think the whole point of it is to give belts even to, not the whole point of it, but sometimes the point of belts is to Give it to someone and see what they do. WWE has done it several times in the last uh, couple years. Uh, Nikki A.S.H., <laughs> Liv Morgan, Big E, um, you know, champs that have been... Carmella, in a way. Carmella, <laughs> a couple years ago. Uh, you know, champs that they were people on their roster that they were kind of like, uh, they're kind of hot right now. Let's, let's see what they can do. And realistically, any champion not named Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair... Charlotte Flair or Ronda Rousey. Correct. <laughs> Miz. Um, Bailey? Yeah, Bailey. Bailey. I'll throw Bailey in there as uh, well. Smack, at least for SmackDown. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I see this this go down with the guns, and I'm like, okay, I mean, are the acclaimed still the, the top guys in the tag team division? I'd say so. Yes. Um is is there a little luster kind of worn off with the the whole thing that their whole gimmick that's that's for you to decide that's it's totally up to you my point being is that they were still there and AEW has this kind of long running tradition unspoken tradition of having them hold belts forever and that wasn't the case here we we got what we got was which was Arthur Ashe and them winning the belts um that was September still a decent run and now we're talking October, November, December, January, five months. It's not bad. <laughs> For who? For who? Meanwhile, we have on, on the flip side, uh, I know, in the company up north, we have uh, you know champions that have been you know, around for 500 and some odd days. So, Yeah, but the acclaim were never going to be champions for 500 I'm and some not odd saying days. that. No. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that's an outlier, dude. Like the the whole this whole thing that WWE this kick that they have with with champions going on for you know months and months and months and even years, that's you know it doesn't happen all the time. They claimed weren't going to do that, but at least is five months enough for this group? I mean, they're still hot, no? That's what I think is good about it. It's not so much. Yes, that is technically their first title reign, mm-hmm. quote unquote. But I think the second one, I don't know. They might win it back from the guns. Who knows? Okay. Where it's just like, oh, my God, they lost. It was this fluke thing. Mm. Or they turn heel. Or the acclaimed. I don't know. I don't know where they go with the acclaimed from here. Right. But I know it somehow has to leave. Does Tony Khan already view the acclaimed as... A, t- a tag team that doesn't really need the belts to be on the show or to be over. 
Yeah, maybe that's that makes more sense to me. I'm just trying to rationalize in my own head. I, I just feel like they were over it. They were more over with the belts, so they could have been okay <clears throat> keeping the belts. I, I just feel like this was way too soon, and maybe they, you're right. Maybe they get the belts back from the guns. Um, I'm, I'm I'm curious to see what they do with the guns as far as these belts go, but I I, I don't know. It just seems like it was it was way too soon, and and the much like the faces of everybody in that crowd last Wednesday, I too sitting on my couch was like, "What the fuck did I, did I just witness?" Yeah, did not. But it was a good what the fuck moment. I I was not upset about it. Okay, I wasn't upset. Like in 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 real time, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, very puzzling. I would say. Yeah. Well, let's listen. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um with that whole thing that was that was your main event and i <sighs> i was wondering why that was the main event and, and that's the reason why yeah that was the sole reason why so there's that uh dynamite tonight what do we got here let's see here bop, 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 texas bop. tornado tag match with john moxley mr mox yep john moxley and claudio uh... versus Claudio. Uh, La Faccion Ingobernables, Rouge and uh, El Perra or can, whatever they call them. Uh, <laughs> you have that. You got advanced. the whole. You, you got that whole name out, and you you couldn't get the other name. Preston Vance. No, I know his name is Preston Vance. I would just. I thought they had a nickname for him. Yeah. The dog. They, they call Rouge like the white bull or something. They called him the dog. Oh, Perro. Yeah. Okay. That's all I know. I said La Perra, which is more hilarious. Which is? The bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what if you call Preston Vance a bitch and knock you the fuck out? Uh, That's probably true. <laughs> um, not saying it's not. It's funny, though. Adam Page. It is funny. Adam Page taking on Kip Sabian. So else we have on tonight. Uh, Mark Briscoe taking on Josh Woods, the technical beast. I think uh, Briscoe should just win every single match he's in. Uh, and uh, That's tonight? That's not on Rampage? No, that is on tonight. Um, oh, got a right. Dr. Britt Baker DMD versus Ruby Soho versus Tony Storm. Um, what do you think about the storyline with with the Outsiders? Part two. Like, clearly, clearly just is there going to be a Hulk? <laughs> Isn't Saraya the Hulk? Or no, she would be are the two of them. No, she would be Scott. She would be Scott. And you saying Tony Storm is is Hall? I mean, yeah. uh, is Nash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, who's so who's gonna be Hulk? It can't be Ruby Soho. No, it can't. You like if it was if it was Ruby and Tony as the outsiders, you need like, and then Soraya as as Hulk. Yeah, I could I could see that. You know who you need? Mercedes Monet. Yeah, That's that your, would be one. There's your Hulk. You need a big name, like that you need a big would... name. Air quotes from the outside. Yeah, and if and here's my other take. If no, it's just WWE. It just has to be from the WWE, right? And Bermoon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> She's your Hulk. If if Saraya, if they had this whole storyline going on, I think they missed an opportunity. If they had this whole storyline going on with the Outsiders versus you know the the OGs, and you had a debut that that we got to witness that Arthur Ashe, it should have been Saraya. She would have been the Hulk. But now, since time has passed and the the kind of luster has worn off a little bit. Now you have you have to have somebody else fill in that role. Exactly. And I think that was exactly the point of I mean, yo, who is bigger? Who is bigger than Soraya that can come in and be the one shining factor? Mercedes Monet. 
besides that because she's in New Japan. It's always uh... unless Soraya <laughs> and Tony are going to go to Japan. No, which I don't, I don't see it happening, but I don't see it not happening either. Mm. It's weird. I I agree with you. Mercedes Monet is one hundred percent who it would be, who it should be mm. for a WWO. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be good. Yeah. Um, you saw the three way dance with the three of them. I think uh, honestly, I think Ruby Soho is gonna gonna turn heel and uh, join join the crew. Uh, they have Adam- I hope so. <laughs> and then you just have Ruby and Tony be the the tag team, and Soraya be the Hulk anyway. Right, right. Um, Adam Cole's uh, gonna announce who he's uh, fighting at uh, Revolution. Uh, Warlow talking back in action. Jack Perry taking on Brian Cage, and uh, an eight man tag with uh, your All Atlantic champion Orange Cassidy and the acclaimed, the aforementioned acclaimed, taking on. I'm sorry. Taking on Jay Lethal, Jay, Jeff Jarrett, uh, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt. Also, uh, Daddy Ass is involved in there. And uh, shout out to Jeff Jarrett and uh, rest in peace to uh, Papa Jarrett. Jerry rest Jarrett. in peace to Jerry Jarrett. Jerry yes, Jarrett, absolutely. Just passed away. Um, and that is. I will be completely honest with you. I thought he had, had already passed left away, us. as did I. And uh, shame on me. Uh, you did too? I did too, yes. Shame on us. Okay, cool. I don't feel as bad. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, MJF is contractually obligated to speak tonight. And then I'm, sh- I'm sure somewhere along the line, Brian Danielson will show up and try to kick his ass. And that is your dynamite preview. Um, before we get to this weekend stuff, let's see what we had here. Uh, up, 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 up. the, uh, again, aforementioned, uh, spiel from Sami Zayn, uh, Getting in Paul Heyman's face. What do you think right now, as as far as Sami Zayn in this in this character, separated from Bloodline now, on his own? What do you? It's only been what two weeks. Uh, oh, what, I like it. What do you think? I love it. Okay. You kidding me? All right. Should, should it's he, great. I'm, I'm, again, I'm just playing <laughs> just playing devil's advocate. Well, uh, do you think that? Uh, uh, the promo that he had with Cody on Monday was the way they should go with this guy that he's not sure of himself, but he's a pep talk kind of character. Does that, hmm. does that weaken a character is, I guess my question. Cause I'm, I'm sitting here watching that. I'm like, should they have gone that route with, with this? Cause I know they're, they're setting up with a, will they, won't they fight at, at mania with Zane and, and Cody, which will not be happening. But, is that was that the only way to set that up was to have Zayn seem a little weak for Cody to basically have to pick him up? Is it for, or was the purpose of the segment that Sammy needs to fit? So I want to point the fact that at the end of what Cody said, he's like, "I intend on finishing my story. You finish yours." Right. What exactly is? the Sami Zayn story with the bloodline. Who does it entail exactly? Hmm. And how much of that does Roman Reigns play a factor in it? Because in the beginning and for a large amount of the bloodline story, the main focus of Sami's part in that story was Jay. Right. And if you look back, 
at what was it smackdown when they met in the in the back right by the trucks and he did the whole thing it was sammy and jay i want to give a shout out to paul Heyman for doing this because it was brilliant mm. the way that paul was talking to jimmy going hey why don't you guys stay home for elimination chamber yeah that was bravo great just great. bravo just great Stay home because you see stuff on TV that you don't normally see. Which, by the way, nobody's ever okay. Nobody online had picked up on that. Why? What do you mean? Why this? Why the the tribal chief wants them to stay home? No, I thought that was just universally known. I, I thought we no, go okay. <laughs> I thought it was more along the lines of everybody understood. Oh, oh, this is how they explained it to us. Thank you. Which is a great way of doing that. But apparently, online when you watch like recap shows, nobody mentioned that. They can't go what, in the same. Simon, Simon, what's his face from what culture? Did Simon Miller did not know. Simon it? Miller, as as well as uh, uh, some others from from uh, Fifele, nobody mentioned the fact they can't go in the country. <laughs> so that's l- lest we forget, we they can't go into the country. Their 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 asses booted out. It's not that they can't. Well, yeah, it's uh, not that both of them can't. I thought they were they were banned from from Canada. Jimmy was in Canada last time. Was he? I believe so. I believe Jimmy went to Canada once since all of this happened. Okay. But Jay can't. I, okay. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong about that. I I, okay. I didn't do uh, well enough research on it, but I'm <laughs> almost certain it's that Jay is the one who they are not allowing in into Canada or out of the country, I should say. But I do just appreciate that they gave us that. And they go, oh, thank you. Here you go. Let's see here. This is... Uh, we all know that you know. Here's your sign. Here's your sign. I will. T- I, I immediately uh, typed in uh, in the Google's uh, Usos in Canada, and sure enough, it comes up. So, a article from August 23rd of 2022 on Sportskeeda. The title of the article: The Usos reportedly not allowed to enter Canada for WWE SmackDown. Again, this is August. Things might have changed. Uh, the article goes on to say. Um, they they had a reason why they they weren't allowed in. They came up with an excuse, blah blah blah. Um, Reigns faced uh, during this time. Um, uh, they, they were talking about McIntyre and Reigns, and he was they were in the country. But uh, yeah, as of as of then, uh, hinted that Jimmy and Jay had some trouble at the border <laughs> during their segment. Um, it could be due to Canada's policy that makes it difficult for individuals who have multiple DUIs like Jimmy Uso to enter the country. So that's what it is. Jimmy can't. Jay can. One of them recently, not recently, but within the past five years, one of them has gone in there mm. since all the DUI trouble. I mean, you still could have uh, Solo. Well, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, that's how they got around Clash of the Castle. Right. Right. So, yeah. Um, I just I just find that funny. That that's, But it was, it was genius in the way they did it. And then seeing telling <laughs> telling jimmy that there's things on tv that you could see that you don't see while you're live so true so true and so now the repercussions this friday on smackdown of jay's actions um will come about and we'll see what happens uh with with roman and uh sammy so isn't that, smackdown also in montreal in montreal it is um monday night uh we had a uh <laughs> had a triple threat with Bianca Belair uh, defeating Bailey and Becky Lynch, so the two of them will not be uh, in the Elimination Chamber. 
But kudos to uh, Becky Lynch in that outfit. Bravo. Are you kidding me? Kudos to Bianca Belair in that outfit. Uh, well, and, the greatest the greatest meme of Monday night came from uh, was the Adam Cole. the picture of of Bianca walking down and yep. you see the absolute wagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's Gunther gearing up for a slap. In a totally different picture. <laughs> In a totally separate picture. It's hysterical. Um so there was yeah, that that match uh capped off the entire night. But um let's see here. Uh Ballard and Damian Priest defeating the Street Profits. Uh, I I love the segment of um, after this the Street Profits segment with uh, Edge and uh, Beth Phoenix coming out and uh, Rhea Ripley nowhere to be found other than the very end when she came in destroyed Beth Phoenix and then t- took off that that shirt took her top off yeah like, oof Lord the bazookas um oh, <laughs> Rock Lesnar. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley proving that they are horrible on the microphones, but can absolutely throw down. Uh, we got a spear from Bobby Lashley, uh, and now we've gone full heel, which just sets itself up for her business. And I'm I'm all for the return of the her business because in Triple H's pure genius, and now these new segments that they have backstage when they have the sub segment going on backstage, backstage behind the scenes in the in, the, in screenshot. Of what's going on in the foreground, um, seeing MVP and uh, uh, Cedric, and give me third, Shelton Benjamin, Shelton Benjamin uh, talking back back there behind him, um, and then this whole thing with with Bobby Lashley. This is as a heel will clearly set up for uh, the her business return. Uh, Piper Niven destroying Meechin, uh, then the Cody Rhodes segment with Sami Zayn. Uh, finish your story. Finish your story segment. Uh, I did again all the the background stuff coming into the foreground with Baron Corbin being interrupted the first time because Sami Zayn was in the ring, and then the the resumption of the interview with uh, Baron Corbin for him to talk about Cody Rhodes and his father just to get attacked, and then thrown into the ring to uh, be defeated. Uh, this is all, by the way, uh, a re do once again for for Corbin and his character uh they're they're going for much more serious character since the uh the drop off of JBL I feel like Baron Corbin is the male equivalent of Lacey Evans yes just like we just which makes sense because I believe uh Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin had a mixed tag match with uh Becky and Seth a little while back you do recall uh, do I recall? They, they paired those two up at like Extreme Rules oh. or some bullshit. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll see what happens with Baron Corbin as, as far as this redo again of, of characters. Uh, I say you fucking take it all the way to WrestleMania. Give him a match with Pat. But then he gets over on Pat. No, it keeps going. It keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> It keeps going. Poor Barry. It keeps going. He has a Kurt Hawkins-esque losing streak. Losing streak just goes on. Um, uh, yeah, they, we had the uh, the triple threat uh, SmackDown versus Raw women's uh, match with Oscar getting the, the pin. Bronson Reed absolutely destroying Mustafa. And uh, <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins with, uh, uh, on, uh, with The Miz on Miz TV. And those boots. Where did I see those boots? Did he have them on, like in a, in a meme or something like that? Because I, I remember seeing them online. And then he came out. They with just them. went viral. 
They're just viral boots. <laughs> it's just so funny. Um, <laughs> just the way they. And they're going for like fucking five hundred bucks a pop now. Uh, unreal, just unreal. He looks like a like a cartoon character. It's it's insane. I think that's the point of the shoes. I'm not gonna lie. I look at those. I go, yo, I bet those are like mad roomy. I was very roomy, and I'm sure they're you know good for uh, water weather. <laughs> they just look I like so weird. They just insane. I hope so. It's either that or they're made of the same material as like the old footballs from back in the day. You could just get it like Walmart where if you put it in a right. pool and squeeze like it uh, would just absorb, absorb all the water. water. Yep. <laughs> but then your feet are all wet. Uh Exactly. That's the point. I don't I don't think they're good for other weather. <laughs> well, if I'm paying $500 for boots, I want them to be all weather. I Me for, too. I pay for that for my tires, let alone ridiculous looking boots and you have all weather tires so i good. do that i paid thank god a little over 500 dollars for so am i am i is that the equivalent of boots that seth freaking rollins is is sporting no because so they it should are be, it should be weatherproof now it's fashion bro <laughs> something you know you don't know anything about uh boogs yeah. defeating miz <laughs> you and your spider-man t-shirt that's right damn it um <laughs> <laughs> I, I i think i I think my new favorite character is Rick Boogs in that he, just that whole segment backstage with Elias. First of all, Elias saying that he's like top of the charts is was hysterical. I got a giggle out of that. And then him like roiding out and then he's I'm um, boozing out. And then he just left the state. The, the backstage area was hysterical. Um, and then Bianca Miller. Bro, def- speaking of Boogs, where's Shinsuke? Uh, I thought he was hurt. What, after Japan? Yeah. No. no. I don't know. I know he went to wrestle freaking Great Muda in his last match that was in Japan. It. Yeah, and they haven't seen him since. Or on the retirement tour or some shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have not seen him since. And then Bianca Belair, as I said, uh, defeated Becky Lynch and Bailey, And then all the women uh, come out. Let's talk. Uh, let's get into Elimination Chamber. And then we'll wrap this sucker up here. Um, so Elimination Chamber match for the U.S. title, obviously, because you know Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns. Uh, who you got in this? Who you got? You got Chad? Is Chad Gable? I'm sorry. Let me just take all this back. Uh, Damian Priest. Okay. Montez Ford. Okay. Sleeper. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins, Johnny Gargano, okay. and Bronson Reed, and Austin and Teary. Austin Theory, your champion. Ah, uh, uh, uh. exactly. Part of me thinks that Theory's gonna underway his underhand his way into a uh, victory. Who? And what? Who? Austin Theory. Austin Theory's gonna retain. Okay. Yes, I believe Austin Theory's gonna retain, and then uh, he's gonna go on to WrestleMania and face John Cena. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. Um. Let's see here. Uh, women's title, Raw, uh, for, for the chance to wait to uh, compete for the Raw Women's title at WrestleMania. Uh, we have Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Asuka. I just pronounced it how I see it. Natalia and Carmella. Oh, I think if they're going with. What's Asuka doing for WrestleMania? That's, you bring back this new character. What are you doing with it? Hey, that's are you going to give it to her? Right. That was going to be my point. Is that it's, I think it's got to be Asuka. 
but I, I think I don't think Raquel's ready for that. She will be. I, I probably by next year. I think Raquel will have that spot. Right now, I don't think so. And Oscar, you think would, it's too soon for her to have the WrestleMania match for the championship? I, I do. I do. Yeah, you build, I agree. With build you her up. For, build her up for another year. But I, I can definitely see her in that spot at, at some point. I feel like you could have if you built her up correctly. Yes, absolutely. Right now, though, Oscar and this character uh, is like prime for that. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't for, honestly, if I thought, I, I thought if if Bailey would have won that triple threat on Monday, yeah, I would have said it, whoever won the triple threat. I it's like the Bailey. NFC Championship game from this past uh, football season. Going in, I would have said whoever wins this game is going to win the Super Bowl. And you would have been wrong. We don't have to, you know, bring up old wounds. Okay, I'm trying to be an adult about this. Old wounds. It just happened on Sunday. No, that's the Super Bowl. I could give a rat's ass about who won the Super Bowl. It would have. But went, shout it, out Chiefs money line. It would have. Went, <laughs> uh, shout out Chiefs. Chiefs. Shout out Chiefs for for shout the, out Chiefs too. Chiefs. I heard it's great. It's yeah, like yeah, Wawa. It's delicious. Uh, shout out Chiefs on the uh, on the spread point and a half. Got it. Couple, shout out couple um, couple Jalen hundy. Hurts first touchdown. There you go. Got it. <laughs> Got that too. Um, I, I'm I'm going with Oscar with this, and then for her to uh, face uh, Bel Air and win at uh, at Mania, and then finally have her her moment. Um, yeah, uh, Edge and Beth taking on Finn Balor and Rhea. I feel like you kind of have to give it to Finn. Finn you, and Rhea I mean, kind of put a pin in this whole thing. You got it right. I mean, Rhea's about to go win the belts. You can't have her lose unless she's the one not getting pins. I mean, if, if it's going to be anything, it'll be Edge pitting Finn. But I still see the judgment. Yeah, it's point. either Edge pins Finn or Rhea, can't or Rhea pins Beth. Uh, Beth, yes. Yeah. yeah, you can't have Rhea look any, any anything less than than weak at all. <laughs> like, but just, I guarantee you that Rhea's gonna do her finisher on Edge. Okay. Like, if we could bet this, I would bet that a hundred percent. Finish move on Edge. Right. Yes, finishing move on edge. Put a pin on that. We'll we'll come back to that next week. Um, All right. And then uh, uh, Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. Yep. Is this their third match? This is their third match. And they're one and one? This is their rubber rubber. I give it to Bobby mm. with interference. From. And we get another match at WrestleMania. For the fourth. Okay. Yeah. That's got to be like Because that. then the fifth is going to be at SummerSlam, which I'm pretty sure where it all started. Where it all started again. And then uh, I'll, I'll go with Bobby, sure. And then uh, your main event with Roman Reigns taking on Sami Zayn. There's uh, something's got to go down here. I feel I've I've. I've much like much like this past weekend's football game. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't care who wins. I'm just coming for like oh. the entrance. Pause. Pa- okay, thank you for pointing that out. Mm. I'm just viewing for thank you, the entrance. God. I mean, that's not true. I'm viewing for the whole match and the psychology <laughs> of the match and all that stuff. Kids listening. But I want the entrance. You want the entrance. I want the entrance. I want it to be the old. I want him to come fucking skying down the. <laughs> he needs to. He needs to sky dance all the way down the fucking ramp. Yeah, his his intro, his his music now. I hate. 
I hate his music. Uh, I love the character that he's he's become. I just hate his music. Um, yeah, the old school. Uh, have the whole fuck. Bring oh the my old, god. Bring the old one back. Oh my god, it's bring. gonna be glorious. <laughs> bring, definitely bring the old one back. Um, with that said, I, something's got to go down here because I feel like this is again. This was way too. I know it's Montreal, and I don't see him winning this uh, there. And if he does, then God, god bless. I, I think that would be amazing, especially in his hometown. Um, but I, I still don't understand why this is happening at Elimination Chamber. I feel like it should have happened. This is way bigger than than this premium live event. I will die on that sword. I've been saying it for weeks and months on end. And uh, so I think I'm just going to end this by saying something's got to go down. Yes. I want to bring it back to what I said earlier and what Cody said. Mm-hmm. Cody said, finish your story. Okay. I don't think Sammy's story is with Roman. Sammy's story is with the Usos because he had to get in with the Usos to get closer to Roman. You know what I mean? To get into the bloodline and get accepted by Roman, right. he had to get in with the Usos. Now, I'm not saying I believe that Sam, character-wise, kayfabe, Sammy's intentions were the greatest, mm-hmm. but it was with Jay that he had the most obstacles. Right. But now... I Everybody remembers the finish. Okay. Yes. I think that Roman's gonna beat Sammy and he's gonna have a an incredible amount of heat coming out of there. Mm. I am a little torn on the aspect of is Jimmy Us oh, I'm sorry, is Solo going to interfere with that? Mm. I just realized that my entire theory goes down the drain because it's all banked on the Usos and they're not gonna be there. They're gonna be there. <laughs> Um, I think, I think solo comes for the beat down. Kevin Owens comes for the save. They try to, Sammy tries to get on, on Jay's good side on raw, something along those lines. Jay turns on Sammy. Hmm. Cause right now Jay's. I wouldn't say buddy buddy with Sammy, but Jay is friendly still with Sammy. Meanwhile, everyone is on site with Sammy. Mm. I'm here for the ride. Man. I'm here for the ride. I, I agree. I am here for the fucking ride. We're on the road to WrestleMania, and I am. I got my seatbelt strapped in, <laughs> strapped on, and I am here for the ride. <laughs> you got the strap. You got the strap on. Good for you. Whoa! Pause. Hey, hey, pause that. I didn't pause mean that. that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's two. You got one more. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like if, if Sammy's not going to win, if Kevin Owens comes in for the save, then we will set up, and then Jay turns on Sammy, then we will have your Mania match with Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn versus the Usos, which, yeah, okay, all right. I, I was I was feeling I was feeling the hype that we were getting into like a Daniel Bryan, you know, Kofi Kingston kind of situation here, and I I love those moments. I I that that. Being there for that mania and watching Kofi win that belt was absolutely insane. Like I, I will never forget that because it was just this will never happen again for him, <laughs> for us. This is that moment. This is that year. Every every wrestler has that year. Becky Lynch had it at that same WrestleMania and the main event. Give it to Sammy. I mean, Sammy has been a very loyal trooper for WWE for how many years now? And you know, his his buddy Kevin Owens has m- multiple championships. 
he's he hasn't and so i think you're you're missing that opportunity here and it doesn't have to be a a long reign of for the belt but i think that he would he could have one of the belts cody could have the other and you know Maybe at and some Cody point down bring the road, that, bring back the winged eagle. They bring back the winged eagle, and at some point, maybe they fight and and unify the belts again. Who knows? But right now, you have an opportunity to to make two names from two different belts, whereas Reigns made those two belts by himself. I think I think it's it's time to kind of separate those two. But we shall see. At said premium live event this Saturday in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Anything else? Montreal. Anything else before we head on out? As far as inside the ring, no. However, I do want to make mention to our good friend Steven had a little baby boy a couple weeks ago. Shout out Lil Pete. I know he listened already. We got one new follower. Hell yeah. <laughs> get that kid a phone, get him a SoundCloud account, and make it real. For right. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the shit, Steven. Let's go. We need numbers. Yeah, hop to it, dude. Hop to it, man. Congratulations. That is amazing. I'm, I'm so happy for him. Um, yeah. He's I have, a dad, and it's hilarious. It's that, The fact that he's a dad. Just hilarious insane. to think about. That he's a dad. It's insane. Yeah. Um, I will go out with two things here. One is this video that I keep seeing on my reels with Instagram and Facebook. This I don't know if it's in India or where, but they, where it's the snake tail that's coming out of the ceiling. And then the guy, the the construction's in there with the hook, and they pull the the ceiling comes crumbling down, and it's just three huge ass like cobra uh, uh, pythons in the ceiling. That, yeah, that's twenty six like inch, I believe. The most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you imagine, and you're in that room, and it just come pouring out of the thing. That's no, it no, wasn't like I small, don't want to fucking imagine small, that. They weren't small snakes. They were huge ass snakes. God, I. Have you ever seen the movie Anaconda? Yeah, yeah that size of fucking snake. Yes, classic. <laughs> Classically awful. Great movie. Classically awful good movie. Um, shout out John Voight. Shout out Ice Cube. And J-Lo. Uh, and and then, There's then someone I, else, too. Uh, we'll th- we'll talk Is about it, isn't there? Uh, fine, no, IMDb it. And then my last thing, right. um, while, while you're looking that up. My last thing is I, I I'm taking this year out to just be spontaneous with shit. A couple weeks ago, I last second just went to Disney uh, for a weekend, and then in April, I Easter weekend, I was like, you know what? What I I always wanted to go, and I also want to explore different stadiums this year. I got tickets just on a whim to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh wow! And so I'm doing a road trip. As of right now, it's me, myself, and I. <laughs> Anybody else that listens and want to want to tag along, please be my, by all means. But uh, yeah, April eighth, I'm heading out to Cleveland for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. April tenth, I will see the Guardians take on my New York Yankees, and then April eleventh, driving to Pittsburgh because I want to see that stadium in all its glory. And they're, they're Heinz Field, Heinz Field, and yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Acker, Heinz Field. <laughs> They are taking on the Houston Astros, and so I will be sitting there the next day and then coming back that Wednesday. So that is my itinerary for Easter weekend of 2023, and I'm, I'm very excited to bring that up. Listen, uh, low-key, mm-hmm. keep in touch because I'm highly interested, and in, if I can get off work, I'm definitely down. Dude. And I need a road trip for my new car. Let's do it. Uh, John Voigt, Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube, and the other big name, 
Wow. Owen Wilson. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Very good with the wow. That was that was impressive. Thank you. I've watched the very many wedding crashes in my day. <laughs> Anaconda. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the show. Enjoy Elimination Chamber uh, this Saturday in the premium live event. Tonight's uh, Dynamite. See what goes down with that. And uh, the ever-evolving uh, storyline of of Brian Danielson uh, going through the gauntlet um, to, get on, to get to MJF. Guys, thank you so very much. My name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. Have a great rest of your week. Adios. The Sons of Slam podcast. 